our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. What's up, everybody out there? This is Edmund, and you are now tuned in to the Old Fashioned Health Show with Alvin and Edmund. Um, I will be taking up right now till Alvin gets here, but I hope everyone is doing well out there on this beautiful Thursday. We've got a great show in store for you. We have uh, Dr. Alexander that will be calling in and updating us on everything in regard to COVID, COVID-19, COVID-20, and all of that good stuff. He has arrived, everyone. So let's get a, give him a, give him a <laughs> round of applause. Welcome, sir. How are you doing today? All right. Awesome. 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 He has just joined us. But like I said, we have a great show lined up today. Um, great energy. It's a lot going on, you know, but what we try to do on the show is also put a little good with whatever else is going on in your lives and give you great information on health, wellness and fashion. Let's get our headsets on and get started. How you doing? <laughs> I know you've been waiting on this day, right? I have not. I actually, I have not. Sure, you have. I have not. Why y'all got those smiles on your face? Like, finally, you late. A smile is 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 a great thing. Well, I just got a banana in this bag. Where the rest of the stuff at? You, now, last week, if I recall correctly, <laughs> say hello to the listeners. They've been waiting doing? for How y'all you. Doing? Yeah, I had to run in a little late today. I had to. Um, I was just running late. It was a busy day today. I mean, no, I, no need to explain. We have no questions here. We're just glad you're here. Okay. We're, gr we're, we're gra glad to have you grace us with your presence. Great, great, great. Okay, <laughs> I, I deserve all the <laughs> I want all the heat. I want all the smoke. I got that. Uh, do you have your list of songs for today? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, great, great, yeah. great. All right. Yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do. Why, we, why are you smiling? We're going to get the show kicked <laughs> off today, y'all. We're going to do as we normally do, and we're going to play the uh, National Black Anthem and uh, get, get some great energy going. And, yeah. I'm ready, y'all. All right. I really am.
is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, y'all, we're back. We're back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. You on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. Yes, I am back. I'm getting all kind of text messages from my friends talking about I'm late. They know I'm never late. I'm always on time. And, uh, and, and on time is late, actually. That's right. You yes, need to be there early to be on time. Right. They usually kind of, you know it's awful? Because they that? almost expect you to be late and still, as, as opposed to me. Like, they're not used to me being late. That could be that could well depending on whose world that is, but that could be a good thing. That ain't never a good thing to be late, huh? You talking about being late? It ain't good for me to be late. You think it's good to be late? No, I I, I wasn't looking at it in that element. You talking about depending on who's thinking you late? Depends on what your frame of time you need to be. I mean, and, and what it is, and just what regard. Listen, l- hold on. Let me just let me just slide everything Where to the is left. That right there. Where's what? I've been requesting one of those caps. Oh, it's in the process. Everything is 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 being so. You y'all, know, you know what my my, my my co-host is a, an amazing fashion designer. So I have to kind of thank you, sir. When appreciate I see appreciate. him with something, I have to ask for. You know, <laughs> hey, can I get one of those? Now you'll get it. Maybe just not on the date that you request because he's in high demand. So you can't get it right away when you want. You know. And, and speaking of that, I, I, listen, I'm going to go ahead and put this out into the universe. What I want, my uh, I wish that some type of uh, company or real estate commercial real estate company or something would uh, like to contribute from for let's say six months to a year mm-hmm. um, donate their uh, facility old factory or something like that a huge warehouse that is empty that is not being uh, leased currently what would you do with oh man I lose my mind and go in there and create listen it's plenty of uh, dealerships that are closing down you could you could you could use theirs like car dealerships and stuff. Would they like to sponsor? What's going on? Oh, you want sponsorship yeah, yes, and I location? Like, I would like sponsorship on the lo- on the location and, and location. Oh, do you want sponsorship on the along location with itself, the chip or just the location? No, nah, we work everything else out. I just need the facility, four walls, oh, okay. you know, the, the the huge floor, just to spread out and just do everything. I really appreciate these treats you brought today. He bought some. Wait a minute, what my little hands up? Oh, I don't know what you did it with all your your stuff, but um. Oh, okay. There I it tell is. you what. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He makes all his own products and stuff, y'all. Besides fashion, what is it you made today? Truly? Well, today what I what I uh, blessed you with is the um, actually it's the hemp tree hemp tea tree soap. Okay. You know it's concentrate, so you just keep it in the little container that I gave it. You take it around with you, and you just squeeze a couple of drops in your hand before you wash your hands. Because you know a lot of these uh, re- uh, not restaurants, a lot of these um, public restrooms and stuff don't have soap there. So right. I don't know if it's lack of them, you know, refilling the soap, or is it just the fact that they taking their so many people, are, or or so many people are actually washing their hands now, mm-hmm. you know, because back in the day, you know, a lot of folks just leave the stall or, or whatever, and don't even wash their hands. 
So let's look at it as a positive on that note. But okay. this particular soap is very concentrated, so you don't have to use a lot of it. Mm -hmm. As well as I hit you with the um, the new deodorizer and disinfectant spray for your hands, as well as you know in your room or something like that, where you don't have to spray so much of the uh, aerosol cans. You know, and it's still breathable. So and, get uh, this. Germs. You know the you know the me, the Mega Million is seven hundred and sixty million, listen. and the Powerball is six hundred. That's like one point three billion dollars. Do you know what I would do with that? I already spent my I spent Man. part of it already. I went shopping last night. I already know what I'm gonna do. Most that I give away, but the other half, it'd be it'd be it'd be sick. It'd be sickening. What's what's going on with that? I'm about to crunch me some potatoes. <laughs> Don't pay no attention. Okay, and well, what are those chips again? Well, you know, I kind of got this fascination for the voodoo chips. I okay. try not to eat that many of them, but. I mean, All right. I'm really addicted to those chips. Nah. Not as bad. Not as bad. I, I, I love potato chips, period. Okay. I'm a potato chip person, so since I know I should not be eating processed foods, I make my own potato chips at home. Do you really? I use olive oil, and okay. sometimes I make turmeric, make them with turmeric. I put the turmeric on them in olive oil, dice them up, and put them in. So why come you never create and bring your own in here and then kind of share them with the rest of the staff? Because, uh, like, today I was barely getting in here. No, I'm saying even on another day, not just today. Just, uh, let's, okay. just let that... Well, the reason Register. why is because uh, when I make them, I had not perfected to the point where they, I like them when they're hot first coming out the, at the air fryer. Okay. So I feel like if I brought them the next day, it won't, you're going to get the, you're going to get the pleasure out of them. Because have you ever had a hot potato chip, like as in stink? I have not. Oh, they're so good. You, you're talking about you can't see, put them down. See, but you put me onto something new because I wasn't aware of that. So what I was about to say is how can they miss something that they've never had? So if you've had them hot and they're oh, good, we haven't. So you. even if you bring them to us in a Ziploc bag, you. you know, we try it. And then you say, well, you tried it like that. You definitely have to try it hot. Right, right, right. Okay, and then I'll, next I'll, time I'll you bring your air fryer in here, you just fry them up in here and give them to a fresh off the uh, oh, uh, uh, off the air fryer. Is that how you prepare it with the air fryer in the oven? But I ain't finna uh, bring no uh, cooking utensils up in here and cook uh, full flavor. Well, why not? Okay, I'll do that if you bring your sewing machine in here. <laughs> I think Dr. Alexander called you. <laughs> Hey, listen, y'all. We got Dr. Alexander on the line. He is going to uh, share a lot of good stuff with him. I've been picking his brain about a few things. Doc, you there? I am here. What's up, Doc, man? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. It's a new year. Yes. You know, the old one kind of challenged us quite a bit. And, and I got a feeling that this new one is already going to challenge us even, even more so. So uh, it's a blessing, man. How did you guys bring in the new year? You know, and, and let me say Happy New Year to you. Happy New, Happy year. new year. Happy New Year. Uh, I actually was uh, blessed to be able to be at home with family and friends. And uh, at 12 o'clock, I stepped outside the door and just looked up in the sky and was grateful, appreciative, sent out blessings. Okay. And, and thank God for being able to, to see it. Another day. Another day. Yeah, I pretty awesome. much did the awesome. same. Yeah, I, I did the same. I uh, Actually, I, I was I was out asleep by 1230. I went to sleep. He was dying. I just wanted to see the year end and then just, you know, get me a get rest. Well, how did you great. bring it in, Doc? What's that? How did you bring it in? You know what? Um, let's see, your wife was trying to kick back a little bit, and then we were starting to sleep. And then the kids all called us on a, on some kind of conference call. Okay. And and they all told us, you know, at the same time, Happy New Year. So that's how we brought it in. We stayed in. We didn't, we didn't uh, go out or do anything, but um, we... Um, we just we just brought it in, man, with with a lot of love and and uh, you know with the family and 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 friends and that kind of thing, but from afar. Uh, and again, thankful for the for the day, you know, yeah, yeah, for definitely. the day. So, uh, and and was trying to get that momentum, you know, because they say whatever you're doing when the new year comes in, that's what you be doing all year. So yes, I, I wanted say. to have a real positive attitude, and so far 
I got a little momentum. I got some positive momentum. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's always good to hear. But so. you know, I was I was just surprised. I was just talking to old school our engineer over there, and uh, he said he had a little scare with his appendix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman went down mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was down with that. So, you know, what I told him was, I said, um, and I hope he don't think I'm talking out of turn, but, you know, for everybody listening out there, you know, that's a part of the lymphatic gland. And so the lymphatics, they, they carry out a lot of toxins and stuff out of the body, right? Okay. So think about it. When you get um, strep throat, like your, your lymph nodes swell up, right? Right. You get a sore, they swell up. So what they're doing is, it's, it's not just from, from fever and stuff. The reason that they swell up is that it's an inflammatory reaction and the body is trying to respond. And so those are like the filters. So it's like, it's like the filter on your car. Okay. And, and, and so the lymphatics will, will absorb that stuff and try to trap it, and then the body tries to attack it. And that's why we have to be so careful getting certain surgeries and things like that. You know, like uh, one of the things they used to do all the time when women get breast cancer, they go in and take out all lymph nodes. Then they found out that these women, you know, in the beginning, they were getting these, like, if they took it out the left breast and, and they, they took out all the lymph nodes out the left, left breast, out the, out the axilla under the arm, then the whole arm would swell mm. because they disrupted all of the highways that take the fluids. And, you know, they, we think that the major fluid transport is just the big arteries and vessels. But we got all these tiny ones. They're called lymphatic vessels. They're called capillaries and stuff. And they move a lot of fluid in and out of the tissues that we don't recognize. And, and that was not respected back then. And what happened is they took those filters out and they took out the highways and you would get all this swelling in the arm. Mm. So you want to be careful taking out too many lymph nodes and disturbing those because they, they are the ones too. A lot of times when you get cancers, they say what? They check your what? Your lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. Well, the lymph nodes are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They track them suckers and don't let them get to another part of the body. Just like if you got dirt in your engine, your filter catches that dirt so it don't get up in the where the main um, uh, pistons and stuff are functioning and it don't, you know, it's not grinding inside of there that it's nice and clean gasoline coming through there and nice oil. So, uh, yeah, they're the filters. Well, see, that's that information. I'm look. I'm trying to follow follow you step by step. As though I'm, I'm looking at a um, telescope. I mean, a, a, a microscope. And I'm following. visualizing it as well, like yeah. a tree with yeah. like literally like the branches and the leaves. That was a the, good picture, Doc. You drew. We're trying to follow you and everything <laughs> with, uh, with all these medical terms, you know. So um, you you uh, I, I didn't tell Edmund all of the uh, great things that you're working on. He has a, a new. I couldn't pronounce it. Well, with the so a couple things Doc gonna talk to us about is about the COVID and how is the increase in his views on that. Okay. But then he has a product that he's creating to produce himself to help. Uh, should I say help? How do I put this as far as how does it affect? Uh, how does it well, what we're trying, Yeah, what we're trying to do is just, you know, what everybody else is doing. We're trying to slow the advancement of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we can slow it down, um, then we can control it, right? Right. So, that's what we're doing. And, you know, when, we, when they think about COVID right now, I mean, people have been beat up so much. So many people are just getting tired. But I'm telling you, don't get tired of hearing about COVID and what's going on. Uh, I don't know if you need to follow the numbers. You know, then you know the numbers are high. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that we're getting up, you know, 4 million people uh, is devastating. Uh, but, but the numbers are high, and they're, and they're still going to be high, and they're increasing. And the reason it's increasing is that we not only have the first part of COVID or the first variant. Now we have the second and third, at least. Uh, they've identified those in the United States. How many are there across the world? Nine or more. Nine or more variants. Wow. So 
So what does that mean to us? It means that, you know, um, a lot of people are saying that there's no reason why the vaccine shouldn't work for the variants, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's a lot of reasons why it shouldn't work, too. Now, we can say this on this on this on this show because this show is all about honesty and openness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, when you're talking to the general public, the reason that you don't want to say it is because they want everybody to get that vaccine anyway. Right. Okay. So, what what's the what what is it, Doctor Alexander's interpretation of of how these things might work? Well, let's just look at history a little bit. When we think about the flu vaccine, years and years ago. Uh, and I would say probably close to 30 years ago when I was first starting to, to practice, they, the flu vaccine started to become very, very popular because the flu was just kicking everybody's behind. They were sick. They were ill. It was, it was, it was a mess. And, and why do we try to come with these vaccines? Because if you get the right kind of vaccine to the right thing, it's very effective. Okay? Now, why do I say that? When was the last time you seen a case of chicken pox? Hmm. You know, yeah. kids today don't even know what it looked like. As a matter of fact, new physicians coming out of medical school, most of them would not be able to identify it because <laughs> wow. they've never seen it. They've never seen it. Yeah. You know, but we saw when we were younger, we saw chickenpox, yeah. but now you don't see it. And why don't we? It's, it's not that it, it just went away. It's now that we have a vaccine that is effective and it keeps us from getting chickenpox. Okay. But chickenpox vaccine is not the same as the vaccines that we're talking about for this virus and other viruses like like it, uh, what they call mRNA viruses, and that's the type of genetic code that it has, has an RNA genetic code. And flu viruses have that. So what's the history of a flu virus or a flu vaccine? Well, 30 years ago when they made it, they made it to a type A uh, type flu virus. Okay. And and, and it worked to a certain extent, but it wasn't as effective as we as we wanted. And the way they do it is, or the way they did it back then, I'm not sure how they're doing it now. Well, now everything kind of changed. But the way they did it back then, uh, and for many, many years until COVID came along, you looked at the what viruses were in the environment, um, and they would test. So, the, you know, the, the scientists would go out and they would test all over the United States, and they would say, okay, which viruses are out there? And, and they would even look at... Um, other countries to see, because some of them would come here, like people who travel here a lot, like from China and, and Japan, they would look and see what viruses are there. And they say, okay, these are the most prevalent type A viruses that are out there. And we'll start in January. We're testing for it. We, we identify in January. We'll start manufacturing. And by the time September, October gets here, we have a vaccine to those viruses that we think are going to be the ones that are going to be a bad problem when we get to October. So they start manufacturing, and then we have it in October. Well, uh, what they found was that a lot of times they were wrong. That, you know, it, it, they, they, the ones they thought was going to be there, and some other one came here, and it, and it messed us up. So for a long time, we did this type A, and we did the different types of type A, and, and uh, people were still getting sick. But what we told people was, if you got the vaccine anyway, you probably got some level of immunity. Okay, All right. Okay, it was never proven. Is it right? Is it wrong? It's theoretically, yeah, it worked, theoretically. So then we said, okay, so what's, what's the other one that's, that's kicking everybody's behind? And it usually was showing up like in February or January. You know, type A was showing up like, you know, September, October, November when the kids got back to school, then later this B would come along. And so they started making the vaccine to A and B. 
And it still was only about 30% effective, but it was effective. Mm-hmm. You know, more people wouldn't die. It was effective. It was okay, you mm-hmm. know, but it didn't have longevity. So every year you had to get, do what? You had to get the flu vaccine. But when you get the polio vaccine, because it's made to a different type of genetic makeup of a, of a bacteria, you got that, polio or, or um, chickenpox, you only had to get, you know, a couple of doses or whatever, and it was over for the rest of your life. But this flu vaccine thing, you got to get it every year because for whatever reason, we don't get long-term immunity. So then what happened was, oh, what, maybe 10 years ago, and I'm, I, I can't remember exactly when it came about, mm. so don't quote me on it, people. We got H1N1. Everybody remember when that came along, yep, right? Sure yeah, we remember that. Right. Yep. Yeah, and it was kicking everybody's behind. So then they got H1N1. So then what they did was they added that. So now we have three strains, three different strains of the flu that's in this vaccine. And even with that, it was only 30 to 40% effective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't tell the general public that because anybody that was really, really um, susceptible to, to, to death from these things, because it did, it would kill you, right? Flu can kill you. Yeah. You can get pneumonia and other things. It can kill you. Mm-hmm. Then it was still a benefit. So now, so those are mRNA kind of viruses. So now we got this COVID thing come along. And COVID is in the same kind of family, but it's even much more devastating. And it has variants. So the question is... Now, what do you mean when you say variants? the same as A, B, and H1N1. When you say variants, what, what do you mean when you say variants? Variant. Okay, so um, the, you had the SARS... You had... When SARS came out... Ooh... A year ago. Okay, so there was there was SARS-CoV-2, okay? And uh, you... Well, let's not go into the whole history, but anyway. So it, you had that one one that came to hit the United States, all right? Okay. It was a type. So when we say variant, we're, we're talking about a family of SARS, and then you got all these sisters and brothers. Okay. Okay? And so we got one of the brothers, and somebody else got one of the sisters, like China got one of the sisters, and Italy might have gotten one <laughs> of the cousins, right? Right. And, and what, they, what they found out, at first we thought it was all one thing. Then we found out that they were like, sisters and brothers they weren't they were from the same family but they was like sisters and brothers so they call those variants okay different types okay and so the one hit us you know um they said january but you know people speculate it might have been december of the year before but at least in 2020 january 2020 here it was uh in the united states but it probably was here even sooner okay but Mm -hmm. let's just say for argument's sake it came january february of um 2020. And so we had this one. It just went all over the country. We were identified. Then as soon as we started getting the vaccine all together and ready to, you know, kick a little butt on it, at least that was what they were thinking, um, here comes a cousin or or a, a brother, <laughs> okay. another brother and sister. Ready yeah. to fight. A, a variant. <laughs> right. So there was one up in New York City and there's one down in Georgia. We got one. They got one. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is by the time you recognize it, <laughs> it's all over. It's all over. It's wow. all over. Yeah, it was the same thing. When by the time we recognized the first case of it, um, then you know it, it was already spreading. It was already spreading, and by the time we knew, you know, that anything was really jumping off heavy, uh, New York was like under siege. That was mm-hmm. the first place that we recognized was just really getting um, devastated. Was New York City, yes. and the reason is that you, know, you got all the international travel there. You got mm-hmm. over twelve million people. They had close quarters, so of course something that's airborne is going to going to spread much more quickly in a 
crowded city mm-hmm. than it would in rural communities. Exactly. Now, now, Doc, I noticed you mentioned uh, you were talking about the polio. Is with polio and COVID be so? Isn't one a disease and the other one is a virus, or they both have, or they are both viruses? No, no. They, uh, so polio. Most most of these things are okay. So you got you got the hepatitis, um, which is more like a a back. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to think now because my mind is kind of getting foggy on this. Uh, I don't want to say which ones are bacteria and which ones viruses at this time. What I can say okay. is that um, and, and the reason why I asked because I know they was talking about. Um, when we're talking about the flu being a, a virus and uh, and the common cold being a virus and H one right. and, uh, and COVID nineteen being a virus, but then when they talk about diabetes, then diabetes is not a virus; it's an actual. It's not considered as a virus, right? Well, diabetes is something else. When you talk about polio, polio, polio. So you, so you have bacterial infections that spread, and you have viral infections that spread. Okay, okay? and. Um, the ones that are easier to make vaccines to are the ones that have a DNA kind of um, composition of construction to them, oh, as okay. opposed to an RNA. So, so, gen- so the genes, so the genetic codes, or the organisms, either are made with RNA or they're made with DNA. Okay. Okay. And some of them have one strand of RNA, and some have two strands of RNA. And so, depending on how those things are put together, it will determine. Um, how easy it is to make a vaccine to it. Now, the difficulty is this, is that some things, DNA seems to be a little bit more stable. Okay, mm-hmm. so anything that has a DNA makeup seems to be a little bit more stable, and it doesn't change as much. It won't, uh, what we call mutate, change into another form. The RNA, especially the mRNA-type viruses, and there's multiple different types of, of RNA viruses, but this, the ones that are mRNA viruses, they mutate at a higher rate, meaning that they have the ability to change according to um, what's going on for their own survival. Okay. So, you know, once your defense tries to get one thing to, to keep it in check, it, it'll change a little bit so that they can survive. Okay. You know, and, and so it's a, it's a life form that we don't quite understand all the way because, it you know, it doesn't it doesn't eat the same way we do. It doesn't take in nutrients. It doesn't drink water like we do it, but it's another type of life form. Um, and we have all these different types of life form that we study. And the viruses are the ones that have been baffling us the most. They're, they're, they're very hard to figure out. We can figure out what an amoeba does. We can figure out how it divides and that kind of stuff. But these viruses, they, they appear to be dead at first. Like if you look at them in a microscope, mm. they appear to be dead. But as soon as they get near a cell that has a receptor that it can attach to, mm all of a sudden this thing just goes crazy and and it has to be alive because if it gets near it it's attracted to it and it moves towards it so it has to be alive in some form but it's just a life form that we don't understand it's funny you say that because that was one of my questions that i had written down that i wanted to ask you like have you ever seen well i'm sure you've seen other viruses but i was going to specifically ask had you ever seen like um covid19 virus under a microscope and what is its actions and could you give it a description if you had to like you know explain what it looked like 
Yeah, well, see, I have never looked personally in a microscope scene, but I've seen pictures of it. Mm-hmm. And so the reason it's called a coronavirus is that, um, and, and this was something that was, was designated way before um, SARS came along. So coronaviruses have been here, we think maybe as long as man has been here, but nobody knows for sure. There's all the speculation. Um, but they, you know, it caused the common cold. It's in that family. They're called coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. So why do they call it that? When you look at under a, a, what they call an electron microscope, which is different than a regular compound microscope. Compound is what you had in school when you were looking at, you know, little cells and bacteria and that kind of stuff floating right. uh, under, under a little slide. Um, electron microscope uses a different type of energy, and you can cone down on very, very small particles that you can't see with a, with a regular microscope. And so you have to have something special to see a virus because it's that small. Okay. And when the eye look at it, it has these little spikes on it all over it. And somebody said, man, it kind of looks like a king or queen's crown. Okay. But it's really like a ball with spikes all the way around. It has all these spikes. Oh, and those okay. spikes identify what we call receptors or attachment areas where it can, it can bond to that attachment on a cell, and that's how it gets in. And the one area where it really, really likes a lot is in the lungs. But there are a lot of sites in the body that we're finding out that this, this virus will attach to, uh, but it loves the lungs. I mean, it really has an affinity for the lungs. Now, now you know, you know what, one other thing I was going to ask you about that mm-hmm. is I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out um, – I know that the I know that the virus. Um, I, I know this, the interesting thing about about the coronavirus uh, and any other virus like the flu virus and and all those other things. Uh, I'm trying to figure out why the coronavirus is the one virus that attacks people and give one person one symptom and give another person a different symptom. But if it's a flu virus or any of these other viruses, they all seem to act the same way commonly. You know what I'm saying? They all, if, if you catch the flu, then most of us have the same symptoms of the flu. If you catch any other viruses, you have the same side, you have the same effects. But something about the coronavirus that's interesting is that it attacked me and it do something different to me than it would my co-host. So it's like, how is that virus so, so different than any of the many viruses that we've ever encountered? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And and that's a very, very um, difficult question to answer. And I'm not sure I'm going to give you the correct answer totally on it uh, because I'm, I'm not a virologist. However, uh, if you think about the cold, you know, when you see people get colds, a lot of people get colds at different levels. And some people just get a common cold. Some of them develop all the way into uh, respiratory distress. And some people get pneumonia. Some people die even just from the beginning of a common cold. So w- what I will say to you is that a lot of the difference is that uh, it's, it depends on your immune system and how your body is prepared to fight a certain uh, invader. The other thing is is that um, a lot of our immunity comes from, it starts when we're a baby. Mm-hmm. So certain things that, that we have been exposed to um, in childhood gives us immunity as we get older. So that um, some of those viruses, like there's a, a virus that hits a lot of babies called rotavirus. Well, by the time we get older, rotavirus is not really a problem for older people because you've already been exposed to it and you have some level of immunity. Corona, the, the way it, it attacks our, our bodies, our body didn't recognize it as, as being present before. 
And so it has this, this kind of virgin system to it where it now can move very freely if you don't have the components to keep it in check. So some of the things that we've been looking at, uh, well, we haven't done a good job in the, in the United States. I will tell you that for sure, uh, because what the U.S. approach is to this is the same way it is to cancer, that when you see something that doesn't look like it belongs in the body and you think that it, it, it has a negative potential uh, and it can take it over, then we always grab for either to cut it out, mm-hmm. and it's not always a bad thing, but, but this is what we do. This is the mentality. Cut it out or treat it with chemical warfare. Yep. And unfortunately, a lot of these chemicals, you know, are detrimental to the body. Now, we've added a third component, and that is trying to find a vaccine that will stimulate the immune system and then keep it strong. But the part that we're missing is that the the whole purpose of the immune system or, or how the immune system responds is according to how the, the, the components that it has in order for it to respond the right way. Mm. Okay. So when we say that older people, you know, are having an issue, like, so one of the issues that they're having right now is they're finding, and this has taken years and years and years and years and years of administering a vaccine and realizing that older people are not responding the same way as younger people. Mm-hmm. So the flu vaccine, they have three different doses strains. They have one for babies. They have one for regular, like children and adults. And then they have one for older people. Right. And the older person's one is actually much stronger and much concentrated than the other ones. And they, and they say that the reason that is, is because they're having a harder time stimulating the immune system. So the question I would have, and you, and you know I always have this conversation, is what do we need? What are we missing that the, that the immune system's not responding? Mm-hmm. So there are some countries that are looking into this, and they're looking into it very seriously. And one of the ones that, that I have a lot of respect for is what's going on in Israel. Talk to us, they, they have looked at uh, about almost a thousand... Uh, people. And they said, let's look at who's gotten sick from COVID, who's wound up in the hospital, who's wound up in the intensive care unit, and who has died. And let's see if there's something that we can identify that might be present or lacking that might make the difference Mm -hmm. in how the immune system is actually responding. Okay. Okay, and, and and so while everybody else is is looking at chemicals and all those kinds of things, they have some researchers doing that, and and all they did was look at the people who got sick, okay, and and how they responded, and they took their blood, and what they found, one of the things they found, one one of the things they found, and it was major, was vitamin D. Mm. Yep, it was major. You've been saying that. Back. You've been saying that since day one, Doc. When we started, you know, mm-hmm. speaking on this, you specifically stated that people need to really you know, put that vitamin D and vitamin C in their bodies, but continue. We're listening. Right. And so, you know, of course, um, when you don't have what they call peer-reviewed studies, you know, your peers just eat your ass up. Okay. They eat you up, you know, because, you know, with, with, with their intellectual um, uh, uh, <laughs> explanations, 
Right. You know, they can say, well, you don't have a peer-reviewed study, and so that's all conjecture. Yeah, it is, but sometimes you can look at something, you know, and say, you know, that the probability that this is, is occurring is very high, right. and that the probability is there, why do you wait until somebody proves it? You know, and and I understand, because sometimes people get out there and they say things that just make no sense, and everybody follows them. Yeah. And, and you ask the question, why does everybody do this? Because they always done it. And, and so it doesn't make any sense. But but this particular case, uh, you know, again, it hasn't been fully, fully peer-reviewed. Uh, and what that means is that all of the scientists have to sit down and say, okay, how was this study done? Where did they get the information? And where they, you know, what was the population? And can it be reproducible and all that kind of stuff? Well, anyway, they looked at 600,000 people. But that's, that's a lot. And, and we can say that the probability that they're right is probably very, very high. And and they noticed this. It was just this is simple. All they did was take the blood. What was the vitamin D levels? The vitamin D levels of people that were very, very ill was under 37 in your blood. The level was under 37. Mm-hmm. And the lower it was, the more sick you became. That, that, that was their conclusion. Okay? And if, if it was over 37, and that was their cutoff, and I've been telling people 40 to 45 to 50 is the numbers, but they said the number was 37 that they found that the likelihood that you would wind up in intensive care unit or even dying was almost negligible. Hmm. Right. Wow. So, so, you know, can I tell you to that, that this will absolutely, absolutely save your life? I can't. But the Brazilians went one step further. They said, well, if that's the case, what happens when you get sick if I give you vitamin D? Will it, will it, change the course of the illness? Will it keep you out of the intensive care unit? Will the death rate actually get better? And so this is important for all of us to know. The answer was no, Mm -hmm. that you actually did not get better, um, that that it it was not statistically significant if you started taking it after you got sick. Now, we're not telling you not to take it. What I'm saying is, at that point, you better hope for some other stuff. So it's always it's better to be prepared than not to be prepared when it's coming. And then, you know, after you start telling us to take to take the vitamin D before I caught, uh, contracted COVID, I think that helped me a lot because I immediately got vitamin D and I was on it like every every day. Every, every day yeah. I was taking a thousand units, and then on the weekend I take five. That, that then, you know, it, it 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 makes it makes a big difference. I recommend 2000 twice a day because I've looked at the physiology of how it gets into the body and how it gets up, the levels get up. And, uh, but I can tell you that, that, um, most African Americans are running around in single digits, mm-hmm. like, you know, seven, eight, nine, or in the teens. Mm-hmm. And so when we looked at, and we saw that a lot of African Americans were dying on the front end from COVID, could it have been, that their vitamin D levels were low. We also know that African-Americans have a hard time making vitamin D. And so, you know, again, here's theory. So Dr. Alexander cannot prove this because I have not done a study on it and I haven't looked at all the genetics. But, but this, this is something that we can think about and we can argue and talk about, you know, but does it make sense? It makes sense, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's correct, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's just do it. All right, so, so why does Dr. Alexander think that maybe African-Americans don't make vitamin D like everybody else? Well, mm-hmm. we, we were, for 400 years, we were bred as slaves. And, and where did the majority of those slaves work? They worked outside, outside. In, the in the field, yeah. right? And, and 
what does the sun do to the body as far as vitamin D is concerned? It helps you to make vitamin D. Yep. What's very specific about vitamin D? If you take in too much vitamin D, you can become toxic. And the reason it is, is that it is stored in fat. We call it being fat soluble. So it will be stored in your fat. And if you take in, take in, take in, take in too much, then what will happen is if it gets into the system and it gets into the storage areas, it won't stop storing it. It keeps storing it. Wow. So, okay. All right. um, so if you're in the sun, right? Okay. If you're in the sun, you could potentially become toxic if you're out there from six o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock when the sun goes down. So there was a regulatory system of the body that said we will make what we need, but not too much. But that gene was passed on to people who no longer work in the fields. Mm. And so when we go out for a little bit of sun, we're not making enough vitamin D. And when we go outside in the sun, how many people take, take the shirt off? Nobody hardly does anymore. <laughs> nope. Nope. We got clothes on, so we're not making enough. So we have to supplement it. We can get it through certain foods that we eat. We can get some. We do not rely on milk. That is not a source that you should be relying on for vitamin D. One, it's, it's made with vitamin D2, which is not as effective being absorbed as D3. The other is there might be even a, well, that's not true. That's calcium, so forget what I said there. Uh, but there's not enough. There's not enough, and it doesn't convert as much. So, so you do need to supplement, especially during the winter months and then during the summer months. Go out, take your shirt off, put some shorts on, let some sun get to your thighs and to the, the torso of your body, and and get about, you know, African Americans definitely need to get um, a good 20 minutes in, uh, if not 30, um, and everybody else, you know, uh, 10 minutes on each side, you'll make enough. Uh, vitamin D that you don't have to worry about being deficient. Okay. So, Doc, I'm gonna tell you, I want I I, I uh, so we ran up against time now because we have Dr. Hines to call in. So, I, but I really need to get you on there talking about. Um, now I got to get them to talk about the, the the piece of equipment that you make because I really want people to hear about that. This ring, Doc okay. has. So, is it possible? So, tomorrow we'd be here tomorrow. Do we have time mm -hmm. to call in tomorrow? Yeah, what time? At uh, at at uh, three fifteen tomorrow. Okay. And uh, from 315 to 3.30, I really want them to hear about this ring that you have. But I have Dr. Hines at the, as a, on the other line, so we got to get her off because she has another appointment behind that one. So, But if you can, tomorrow at 315, I want them to hear about this ring that you have, that you came up with. And ask me about one other vital thing about vitamin D when you take it, and we'll do that tomorrow. So if they want to hear they got to come back. All, All right. right. All right, Doc. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, Doc. All right. Take care. Right, have a good one. Be safe. Be blessed. Peace, brother. Love you guys. You too. too all right, y'all. That was Doctor Hines. That was Doctor Alexander. And we got Doctor Hines on the line now. Doctor Hines. Hello, hello. Hey, lady. Thank you so much for calling. I am so <laughs> sorry. We, I was supposed to have given you this information earlier, but I was on your show today when you was talking to your friend, your sister, uh, giving her the accolades and about the things that she do. And uh, I was listening to you ladies talk today, and then I got caught up and forgot to send you the information. So that was my fault. No problem. Things happen, and we roll with it. How are you doing today, lady? I am doing great. How are you all doing? Doing, we're doing awesome. great. Doing, doing great. So there's a couple of questions we're going to ask you. So we're not going to, uh, not just necessarily uh, just about the show, but I have a couple of questions that we want to ask you that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week pertaining to the okay. coronavirus and the vaccine. 
Okay. okay, so now uh, we, we were trying to cover this last week when we were talking about the vaccine, and I've gotten more questions from people that was actually listening to us when we were talking about it that day. Um, oh. Can you please, uh, so I was trying to explain to them, uh, they were really surprised. The few people that actually called me said, okay, I tried to hear what you all were saying about if you have uh, some type of affection or allergies or something. They're still under the understanding that if you have allergies, like during the summertime, allergies are going to come in and people are going to start thinking that they're not supposed to take the vaccine. But but you explained it, but the way you explained it, I couldn't get it back to them again. So can you explain to them what's the difference between the allergies that they're talking about that they're asking sure. people not to take? Okay. Sure, sure. So when, when, when most people talk about having allergies, what they really are referring to is that they have seasonal allergies like to pollens or dust, um, and that gives them the reaction of, runny nose and sneezing and maybe maybe a scratchy itchy throat sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but that is a different thing than what we're talking about when we're talking about who cannot or who should not um take the vaccine the allergic reactions that we're talking about are the very severe so you have you know if, if allergy is a spectrum um you have the seasonal allergies you know down at the low end of the spectrum what we're talking about is the very extreme high end of the spectrum where people have allergic reactions that put them at risk of dying. Okay. So, for example, someone may have a very severe peanut allergy mm-hmm. where their lips swell or their tongue swells or their throat swells and they can't breathe. Mm. Um, that is a type of reaction called anaphylaxis, and it is life-threatening. Okay. Um, and so that is the type of reaction for people who have had that type of reaction, people who have been recommended or actually do carry an EpiPen for their allergic reaction. Those are the people who should be very, very careful about getting the vaccine, who most certainly should not get the vaccine without consulting with their doctor first. Okay. So if you just get the sniffles in springtime, you're good. <laughs> Now, um, but, you know, if, if you're very, very severe with your allergic reactions, then, you know, put that on pause and talk with your doc. Now, you've already taken the vaccine. Is that correct? I have. And my second dose is actually due on Monday. OK. Have you noticed anything that you start like uh, trying to jump off the bridge, run around doing anything <laughs> crazy? I mean, you know, hair turning. I mean, did anything happen? Nope, I am still just as just as weird as I was before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, because a lot of people, of course, are afraid. And then, how do you address those uh, statistics where you may hear in the news and or just on street news uh, about people that are actually having a very bad adverse reaction or even maybe dying? Because I saw there are a few people that have actually passed away after taking the virus. And then I've also seen where there's been a couple of people that actually that are vaccine. that vaccine that have taken the vaccine and have gotten really, really uh, sick and or died. And they, but the numbers are really small. Can you kind of make people feel some type of clarity as to so, why those things are going to happen? Sure. Yeah. So based upon the study, and I'm going to quote the Pfizer study, um, they did have out of the 44,000 study participants that they had, um, and 95% of those completed the study. So we'll we'll round that down, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. to about 42,000 that actually completed the study. Six of those people died. Okay. Um, most of them had, most of them were elder, um, meaning they were over the age of 55. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And they had many of them, I want to say maybe all of them had some degree of cardiac disease to begin with. Um, And and they had um, cardiac death um, that were not necessarily related to the vaccine. So according to the study, no one died because they got the vaccine. They had other health problems that may have killed them at some point in time, irrespective of them getting the vaccine or not. Okay. So for the most part, you you would think it's pretty safe to take. I would say that it is safe. Um, You know, and like I said, I took it and I am not um, I am not an experimental person. Um, You know, I was very, very cautious cautiously optimistic about this and then like i said um last week after reviewing the data for myself um that's what convinced me to take the shot a couple of weeks ago what about the people that are diabetic i am diabetic okay and because you know so if go ahead so if you have any chronic disease again outside of that allergy precaution that we mentioned just a few minutes ago Um, you definitely are eligible. And as a matter of fact, in the Pfizer study, I want to say about 20 to 25 percent of the study participants had at least one chronic disease. So they had high blood pressure, they had heart disease, they had diabetes, they had high cholesterol. Um, Some of them even had pulmonary issues like asthma or COPD. So, you know, a good section of, of what they studied um, you know, had these chronic diseases. And so that is how they can feel confident to say that people with chronic disease, you know, that we're safe to take this vaccine. Okay. I'm glad you cleared that up because a lot of people, a few people that I know that they have high blood pressure and they're diabetic, are a little leery about mm-hmm. taking the vaccine. And I myself, so I had my physical, uh, I finished all my physicals up and then I had them to do just a regular blood panel, all the things you all normally do. My doctor suggests to me, he's like, well, since you've already had the coronavirus, uh, I wouldn't suggest that you be anxious to take the vaccine right away because you have some of the antibodies. So it's not something you need to rush out to do. What's your thought? Yes. And that is true. Um, So there you you in having had the the virus infection yourself, Mm -hmm. um, you do have antibodies and they do recommend that you still get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. But there is a window of time. And I want to say it's about 90 days. So if you have had a coronavirus infection, they recommend that you wait about 90 days. And I can check that to be sure because I'm running off of my memory with that Mm -hmm. Um, about 90 days after you have cleared your infection. Okay. So you're looking at, what, 104 days Okay. Uh, from the time of your diagnosis that you should receive the vaccine. Okay, now this is the last, this is the last pop quiz question. Now this is going to be a little hard for this one. You Come get on. an extra 50 points, all right? <laughs> all right, so we were having a discussion about, okay, so let's just take uh, coronavirus, which is considered to be a virus, right? Yes, it is a virus. Okay, so what I'm trying to understand, two, two, two parts of this question is, I think which is baffling is how the coronavirus I could catch and Edmund can catch it. It'll treat him totally different than it treats me. Unlike the flu, if he gets the flu or I get the flu, we're going to have some of the same symptoms, but they won't be as severe. Pretty much like it is with the common cold or any other any other virus that might be out there. Or even like with, uh, I guess, uh, any other virus that seems to have, people have the same symptoms. One may not be as severe as the other, but the, but the, with the coronavirus, 
I can have one set of symptoms and somebody else can have a total set and not and be totally different, which is so weird about this virus. Um, is there a particular in your mind why you think that is such the case? So we don't really know why some people have uh, certain reactions to coronavirus. Mm -hmm. um, we think that it is antibody mediated. And actually, there was a study. There's an ongoing study. Um, the preliminary results were published um, recently, but the study was conducted in November. I'm sorry. The results were published in November. This is a study out of Japan, and they are um, they're they're thinking that the antibodies that um, that are generated when we're exposed to a virus mm -hmm. are what is mediating why some people have very mild response and why some people have a very severe response because they have either more antibodies, meaning that they have come in contact with a different type of coronavirus mm, at some point. Okay. And so their immune systems are almost primed and ready okay. to see any other coronavirus versus someone who has not had that, that much of exposure or has not had any exposure. And therefore, they do not have that antibody response locked and loaded, if you will. Okay. Doc, that was a really good. Now, okay, that makes yeah. a whole yeah. lot of sense. I appreciate that. Um, Doc, thank you so much for calling. I know we got to go to the little, the little station break here that they require for the FCC in a couple of seconds here. Uh, but before mm -hmm. we get off, can you please, please tell them how they can hear you every Thursday and how you're going to be coming into the studio the morning before your show to do the live podcast at our studio? Um, okay. Yeah. Can um, <laughs> so Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. on WWE Real 1100 a.m. Uh, we also um, live stream via the Internet at www.real1100.com. We, we do a Facebook live stream um, of the show through the Old Fashioned Health Network uh, Facebook page, which also ties to the Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa Facebook page. And the podcast, um, yeah, we'll have to get that scheduled and, and see how, how we do that, either if we do it in the morning before the show or, or sometime after. Yeah, we, we, we like, kind of we we trying to lock you in like uh, 30 minutes prior to your show. So when they, by the time you get to, to the podcast, you got them all warmed up and then they can finish you off in the radio here. <laughs> So uh, we're trying to carve out that time, uh, I think, two, time, two times out of the month. I know this sounds uh, new to her because we've had to hold her feet to the fire to get in the studio now. So, yeah, we'll see you next week, lady. <laughs> but she's in, she's in next there. Week? So yes, next week? Yes, next week, next Thursday. So just come a little early. You can do early as you like, but we want to get them warmed up for the evening. So we're going we're gonna to set that's the table. That's the thing. Like, early is not, I am I am not that girl. But we'll, we'll work it out. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Well, 10 o'clock, you know, we, 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 like. we'll work with you. Just let me know. Mm. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Doc, thank <laughs> you so much. I really appreciate you here. All right, Doc, thank you so You're much. You're much welcome. You all have a great week. You, you too. So all right, thanks and bye-bye. Right. Bye now. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines. Please make sure you tune into her show. Her show would be so funny sometimes. And she'd have a guest on that. They get to, you got to listen to her talk on the, when she's on the radio. But she has some serious information. But she 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 comes across so smooth when she's talking to the people. So I really really enjoy listening to her show. I use, I try to catch it every Thursday, all the time. So yeah. And uh, Mr. Old School, you gonna take us out of here for this quick break? All right, y'all. Uh -huh. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back. I got my music in just in case you don't know. All right. Well, I, I gave him one song, but I got a few more. Coming. One, yeah. really? Okay. All right. All right. We'll be back.
The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Are you gonna be in the match that that was Miss Phyllis Hyman? That was Phyllis Hyman. I got yeah. I got a, I got a, a plethora. That's cool. Of music already ready for y'all. Well, I went I went a little different direction than that, but uh, you know normally I pull out the old school smooth grooves, and today I was feeling a little different energy, so I just you know threw a wild card in there. Hopefully you can have an appreciation for it as well as the listener. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I happen to see uh, an old clip of Lil' Kim, I mean, I'm sorry, of um, Nicki Minaj. Okay. 
and she was on in concert at this huge arena being Nicki Minaj and, and all her glory but she really was just having herself a good time she had the crowd rocking just talking not even rapping you said an old clip uh, yeah an old okay, clip okay so this and is like prior to her, her really oh she, has, she had COVID I, I said prior to the COVID when okay she, she was at, when she did the concert in this big arena where all these people were there okay so she was Nicki at this point I thought she was going back to like like her, her hip hop days when she was introduced mm-hmm. at the rap rap uh, okay go ahead no go ahead. she was she all was right. So what was going she, on with know, it? She, she kind of reminds me. That's why Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams, she's not as bad. She's not as bad as she used to be about it. But she wanted to preach first before she sing a song, or she sing and then break up in the middle, and start preaching. Like, could you just sing the song? And so what Nikki did, Nikki was, I can't even repeat, regurgitate the words she was saying. But in essence, she was saying, if you're gonna let a brother try to dictate to you how your life's supposed to be, ladies, you in bad shape. And she used some colorful language about it. And then she was dressed to the nines, the tens, and the twelve. But it was so good. It was so fun. I was like, this girl is letting them have. And then in her little quote, she had to do a little move, a little shake and everything. Like she, it, it, You could tell she was just really getting into it. Okay. But it made me appreciate that a lot of concerts we're not able to have right now. I'd be so glad. I missed. I didn't go to a lot of concerts before COVID. But rest in, in believe, when this COVID get in better shape, and better place, I'm going to start going back to concerts. You're going like to be at everybody's to. concert. <clears throat> on the front. On the front, like the uh, lady used to be I at the am. Apollo jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway your song next okay my song is coming up but i was just waiting till you finish that story because <laughs> what i was intrigued by is how you equate it and put them both in the same storyline Nicki minaj and yolanda <laughs> but they were doing some of this they do that they do their music the same way yolanda Adams talks all through her songs a okay. lot of time not as bad as she used to Nicki minaj talks before she gets to start doing her rap it's just a different genre of music, but doing the same, they doing the same thing as far as the entertainment piece of it. Okay. Yolanda talks and then she'll sing, Nikki talks and then she'll sing. Okay. So they're both two artists with the same on the same path, just doing doing different music. So you 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 can have you have an appreciation for them talking yeah, and singing I, like that. No, because I want to hear you sing. I want you to hear me talk for no whole I didn't come to hear you talk for no whole uh no. This ain't no uh what you call the thing? This ain't no uh uh sermon. No, that and then the other one, uh what you lecture. No, uh, spoken word. Oh. <laughs> if I wanted his spoken word, I would have his spoken word. Now you can give me a little bit of that talking, Nikki. And she, but it was funny because it was really, you know, she was. A, but she, she, you know, she did. Was then, she telling the story? I don't know what she was doing. She was talking, and then she did her rap. And Yolanda does the same thing. And as a matter of fact, I think Yolanda was so bad about it until people started saying, "Are you gonna preach or you gonna sing?" Wow. And now she just let you have a full out song. <clears throat> she don't do that as much no more. Kind of like Patty when she get the, she used to tell y'all, look, I'm, I'm in one of my moves right now, so just bear with me. And then she'll start talking and throwing off a shoe or a wig here and there. And then there's, 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 I guess there's a, <laughs> a, a balance between the two, but sometimes when you're in that moment, Not you're Not if I pay $85, it. I need just what I came in there for. Hey, well, speaking of that, listen, one of the last concerts that I was able to attend was Anita Bacon. We spoke on that once, but oh. I'm going to speak on it twice. And that concert was... And see, she don't do no a lot of oh talking. Oh, my goodness. No, she doesn't. She don't do she a lot of talking. She gives you oh, a show, a though. A show. And Aretha didn't do a lot of talking. Just give you a I song. wasn't able to see Aretha uh, perform. Speaking of that, since we were talking about music and, and okay. icons and, and things of that nature, um, over the weekend, uh, late night hour, couldn't get no rest or whatever, so I put on, I was just like scrolling <laughs> through the television and um, went through, like, I was trying to find something that would draw my attention but possibly put me to sleep. But anyway... Mm-hmm. I landed on a documentary, and it was Teddy Pendergrass documentary, and uh, it's if I remember correctly, it is available on Comcast or whatever Xfinity, whatever whoever your content provider is. But you just scroll down on the free movies and go to documentaries. 
bro when i put that on it literally had me into it, into it between the from the beginning to the end teddy got some good the stories were not but it it answered a lot of questions that i had heard of previously mm-hmm. as well it gave me insight into a portion of his life as an entertainer you know um and his just the music industry mm-hmm. and just that whole story around around it because uh it, i mean I'm, I'm i've always been fascinated with that era of music and that genre of music mm-hmm. of soul music and you know soul train and everything else that goes along with the whole thing but kind of hearing his story from the per- point of view of his family members and all of the people and his managers and how they did it and I, they spoke on a lot of things so uh all the way around it was it was very informative as well as uh entertaining I think I, when you told me about it, <clears throat> I had to think about it. And then it went all the way up to when he uh, became paralyzed too, right? Yes, it did. Yeah, I, I seen that documentary. Did? Okay. Yeah, I did. And his son, <clears throat> he has a son too, right? Yes. What I'm wondering is, does anybody in his family sing other than him? I wondered that, but no one they made just, any type of reference to it, that. So yeah. I don't think that that's the case. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when people automatically think that, you know, if you're you're very uh, successful in the whatever industry that you know like your Whitney. offspring will do the same thing, and that a lot of time may not be their calling or they want. You know. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you got you, so you're gonna give us some of this different flavor you talking just about. A, right? Just a little, just spin a little different flavor. I think old school have an appreciation for that today, given do his I need attire to put my that he has on. on. Oh, I should, he has on the attire. He's doing okay. y'all just to give you a visual perspective. He's wearing the uh, black Malcolm X baseball cap, wool. Uh, I don't know if it's fitted or snapped back with the uh, fitted T-shirt crew neck black with the black overalls with the logo on the strap. So he's 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 um, <laughs> showcasing the branding element like they did. Oh, with the hair and bone gold chain. Forgot to mention that. Yeah. Oh, was that was that a, was that a uh, fashion show? Yeah, he has the fashion. I was just the commentator. Oh, oh and the timber. Excuse me, the Nubuck <laughs> Timberland boots. Timberland's all, yeah. The boot is always good, period. All right. All right. To let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in the crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict addicted to music. Maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in. Deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild if you wanna be tame. I treat you like a child. Then you're gonna be named Another enemy Not even a friend of me Cause you'll get fried in the end When you pretend to be competing Cause I just put your mind on pause And I complete when You compare my rhyme with yours I wake you up And as I stare in your face You seem stunned Remember me The one you got your idea from But soon you start to suffer The tuna get rougher When you start to stutter That's when you had enough of Fighting it'll make you choke You can't provoke You can't cope You should've broke Because I ain't no joke Joke Serious as cancer 
Who can keep the average dancer hyper as a heart attack? Nobody's smiling, cause you're expressing the rhyme that I'm styling. This is what we all sit down to write. You can't make it, so you're taking home, breaking and bite. Use pieces and bits of all my hip hop hits. Get the style down packed, then it's time to switch. Put my tape on pause and add some more to yours. Then you figured you're ready for the neighborhood chores. The e m c e e don't even try to be. When you come up to speak, don't even lie to me. You like to exaggerate, dream and imagine. Then change the rhyme around that could aggravate me. So when you see me come up, freeze. Or you'll be one of those seven MCs. They think that I'm a new jack, but only if they knew that. They who think wrong or they who can't do that style that I'm doing. They might ruin patterns of paragraphs based on you and your RBD DJ. If anything he play sound familiar, I'll wait to E say play him. So I'm a half the diss who broke. You can get a smack for this. I ain't no joke. Alright, 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 alright. Old school just came and gave us a little history on on uh, this rapper's talent. What'd you just say about that? I said Eric B and Rakim. Well, Eric B, uh, no Rakim, um, the rapper. Um, Eric B was the um, DJ. Well, Rakim, um, he's one of the few rappers that I know that can go through a whole song mm. without no hook. You know, just. Over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I feel like he changed the whole genre of hip hop when he came in the scene. Because you had Curtis Blow with, you know, these are the breaks. But mm-hmm. when he came in, he had more rhythm, more flow, more style. It was just nice. Man. Mm-hmm. Wow. You learn a whole lot over here. Old fashioned hell. <laughs> Radio, Alvin and Edmund. Even a fashion show. Um, Are you ready to go do your podcast live yet? Is that going to be next week? We'll do that next week. You sure? Yeah. Y'all, let me just tell y'all right now. See, we putting everybody on the spot, so let me just get us. Evan and I have a live stream podcast that we do. It's Alvin and Edmund Show, where fashion meets health. Is that the the way we go? Yep. And we're going to be streaming live next week, um, if not tomorrow, after our show. We'll be streaming live and and doing some stuff, and you all can watch us live on Facebook and uh, see us do what we do. Oh, yeah. All right. So the people heard it. The people heard it. All right. We got to put it out there now. All right. All right. All right, y'all. So this is my next, this is my flavor right here. It's not that flavor, but it's still a flavor and it, and, and it works. I think you'll like it. All right. Here we go.
We back, y'all. <laughs> Alvin, who is that? Caught up in one light love affair. Uh, that is um, forgot her name. Who is on the paper? I forgot her name. Um, um, inner life, inner life. Yes, inner life. Th- that's all. Like old, old like they used to play house music a lot in Chicago. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a lot familiar of house with music. the song. I yeah. thought I was familiar with the artist as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that was uh, a little flavor there, a little something different than. Uh, and look, let me tell y'all what happened during the break. Why did I just hear him pick up him another song? Kind of in the same class of what I've been playing. Uh, always. I mean, that's what we play over here. We play, you know, old school good music. Why you keep spraying for health stuff? For health and wellness. And, uh, <laughs> Why you keep spraying us around like I got karate hands already? Didn't Doc tell you I had to? Uh, no, I wasn't spraying it because of you. You You've been spraying here for a whole hour, y'all. He's going <laughs> to kill me in here. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Every time, what did you keep spraying? And look, and now Jerry and us were like, boy, boy, I'm telling y'all, these folks over here just paranoid about Corona. (laughs) You gonna be sprayed all your little ball of stuff out? No, I refill it. Okay. All right, what's your song you got coming up next? We'll let you hear, and then we'll we'll follow suit with the uh, name. Well, let Jerry finish spraying his Corona stuff out there too.
Yeah, we back. We back. My my co-host, I swear to God, you really take me all the way back to the back to home when I'm talking to you sometimes. What are you talking about, man? Oh, speaking speaking of home, on a positive note or a good note, well, I don't know how you say this, but um, my brother is a is an official Power Ranger. <laughs> I, I I have to say that he. He actually uh, helped to save some lives last night, mm. you know, and he called me today. What and happened? It's, it's, it's funny because he, he knows I'm always busy. So he starts conversation with, are you busy? You know, are you doing like anything? You do. And I'd be like, no, well, I'm, you know, I'm always busy doing something, but I can talk. What's up? And then he went into the story. What happened? You know? Tell us. Well, um, our, uh, his neighbor, uh, ne- neighboring house, uh, my brother just happened to be outside at like 3 3 a.m. in the morning, I walk outside, you know, to check on something or whatever, and he saw his neighbor's house on fire. Mm. But see, they didn't know that it was actually on fire. So he instantaneously, you know, got into position, ran over there, bamming on the door, on the windows, waking everybody up, telling them, fire, 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 your house is on fire, to, to wake everybody up or whatever. And then, mm. you know, was there to assist and help and let him use his phone to call the uh, fire department and everybody else or whatever. But, um, I just say that to say, and, and that's a rural country living life, you know, as far as yeah, being out at 3 a.m. in the morning yeah. like that. Like, you know, it it was just a blessing that he was able to be where he was, when he was, and to react and respond the way that he did. So I give him big shout outs to that. I call yes, him sir. my Power Ranger. That's my younger All brother right. right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never know. Uh, you look like you about ready to, you must see a song you like next. Is that what it is? Who's that? Okay, go Uh-oh. and play it. I'll play it. Do you? Go and play it. I know it's one that it's one that I picked. Oh, he one you like, select. Man, he like oh, okay. My, he like All right, my, that's cool. Like my that's song, cool. As long as I like my songs, I, yeah, I, I'm just saying. And the listeners like, like go, mine. Go, I mean, you yeah, know. Oh, go and play our song, Jerry. <laughs> About to wrap this on up. That's Miss Jocelyn Brown. Somebody else's lover. After all of this, you know, that was uh, one of my songs that. I used to listen to on the way when I was living in Chicago on my way to work every day. It seemed like that song, uh, GCI would play that song every morning. WGCI, it's like Jesus, they play that ever since. But we used to be rocking it. 
something about the energy of the songs and the music back then. It was just like it was a vibe. If you, if you, regardless of the words, if you can't feel the groove and the energy coming through the song, of which what her and all the other artists in that element were was speaking you on. Seen that song? Something about the way you make Stephanie me feel. Mills. Yes, Stephanie Mills. Yeah. Stephanie Mills had me finish a project I was working on the other night. I, you know, I got in one of my music. I was listening to all the old school music. Yeah. I finished the whole project. I was up to six o'clock in the morning, but Stephanie you Mills, got it done. all of them was just, I was like, ooh, y'all say that. But then if I'm coding, I can't pay attention to Stephanie. I'm talking like that. <laughs> all right, My y'all. go-to is Anita go- Baker and Anita Whitney Baker. Houston. Yeah, definitely Anita Baker when I'm working because she's got that, that the frequency that I need, wherever mm-hmm. I need to take it up higher or mm-hmm. lower, either way I can feel the groove and just let it play through, and it gives me that much uh, energy to do whatever oh, I, I like need to do. Right there. Yeah, the Shaka Khan. Do you What's love going what you on with feel? Shaka? Anyway, Shaka's. I see her on Instagram periodically. Shaka looks good. She's Shaka on Instagram. Yeah, she's on she's Instagram. Like a, she looks like an older Nicki Minaj to be real. She does. She really does. Hey, but like, hey, 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 hey. Nikki looks like a younger Shaka Khan because Shaka was doing it back. I'm going to go yeah, pull up some true, old pictures. And take it. You that's know what? I'm going to so get this right quick. That's, so that's Nikki Shaka. Man, Shaka and Rufus. Oh, he told me. They want Soul Can I just say Nikki? <laughs> Nikki who you say? Nikki and, and Shaka and Whitney and uh, and what's her name? And Brandy. I, I would love Brandy? Yeah, Brandy remind me of Whitney when she played her mother. Played her mother. But anyway. I take I get Monica still. Just on the the... We, you know, we go back and forth with that. We're not, you know, there, right. there, there, there's not another Whitney. But I mean, in regards to, you know, how we like to associate some people that are okay, Doc, have some commonality. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is Alvin and Edmund on the real 1100. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.